The reason people aren't financially free is they don't know what to do and they don't know where to start. I want you to join Joey and I at the Virtual Inner Circle Live April the 4th through the 6th as we share with you the exact answers to those questions. We only do this event one time per year. I don't want you to miss out. Go to westwatwallstreet.com forward slash live and enter promo code podcast. When you're at this event, you're going to get your investor DNA. You're going to get access to up to six different passive income strategies. So you know, leaving this event, exactly what to do, taking our decades of knowledge so that you can start becoming financially free. Go to wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash live and enter the promo code podcast. Joey, this is the last day that you and I will record from the office. I'm going to say in the office, not like the office that we used to watch, enjoy, but this is the <laughs> office that we did enjoy. And today I worked, went to work out and I saw these two older guys and I love talking to them. I took a picture with them the other day. I put them in our community. And when I was a banker, when I was a, a CEO of a publicly traded company, and I went to them today, I said, hey, I need your, need your tips. I said, what, what is it? I said, I need to know today's the last day um, I'm going into the office. And they're like, you're retiring? I was like, well, I'm retiring from the office. I'm going home. I'm no longer going to have a physical office I go to. So you guys both experienced that. Why don't you tell me how that went? And one of them said, well, they gave me a car when I retired. <laughs> and I was like, dang, that's pretty good. You got, man, I'm, I'm looking for my car. <laughs> and the other one said, they told me to get out of the way so the next guy could come in. <laughs> nice. That so, sounds more. That sounds more accurate. But, but who's going to come in here? I don't know. Do you think anybody's going to be able to fill our shoes, sit in these seats, and be able to accomplish what you and I have over five years? No, they'll do far better. I think. <laughs> they probably yeah. will do far better. But this is so fun that you and I have had a chance over five years to not only grow as a business to where we went from one business to I don't know ten businesses to now sharing with people all over the world our own personal story, how we've been able to grow our businesses, how we've been able to create passive income streams. And this is just one step in that financial freedom journey for you and I. We want time. We want more time with our family. And for us, this this office was an obstacle. It was. And, and I think you're making a good point here because financial freedom for you doesn't have to look like it does for us. For us, we got really clear three or four years ago and said, man, what is the most important thing? What is our business going to do for us? Yep. And we said, it has to produce more time for us to be with our family. Well, and in that we have to measure it, like literally be able to measure each week. Are we spending more time with our family? That was our goal. That was what we put on the board. This is what our objective is. How do we measure it? Well, for us, being able to say, okay, well, let's do away with our physical office space. So now we will be in our home environment, which will then get us closer to spending more time, even if it's just the commute time. Easily. I mean, that's at least 30 to 30 minutes to an hour a day of us coming in and out of the office. For sure. And, Minimum. And, and then think about the times for lunch. Who are we going to have lunch with? Our families. Who are we going to uh, take breaks with? Our families. Who's going to watch me take a nap? I, I don't think anybody's going to. My family's going to watch me take a nap because I like taking naps, <laughs> right? But I'm still in the house. I don't take naps here. So that's one of the things I'm looking forward to. That's, a, that's an objective for me. Increase my sleep. But the, the point I'm making is we got really clear about our vision. We actually hired a coach, right? Justin, 
our COO came into the business and said, okay, now tell us what, tell me what you want your business to do for you. We got really clear on that. And he said, oh, well, that means now we need to transfer all this profit you're making into people and systems. That's going to buy more of your time back. And then we said, well, also what happens is we get rid of our physical office space that translate into, into more time. And so for, for you, we've actually created a place, a course that you can learn what your financial freedom needs to look like. That's the passport challenge. We've, we've just launched this. We want to make sure you get access to it. So go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. It is super simple, but super impactful to have that clarity to know exactly where you're heading, what financial freedom will look like when you get there so that you can start making decisions in light of it. And hopefully this is just inspiration of what we're doing with this physical office space to say, man, they got really clear. I can get really clear. Let's take the next step. All right. Well, let's jump into today's podcast where we discuss July 2021's Passive Income Report. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now, here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. All right, Joey, we're talking 2021, July, the report. You just of, said that like in military time. Well, I said in military you went, you time. backwards. No, I did it purposefully. Okay. You're sitting over here with a stinking high and tight looking like major pain. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it backwards. I knew when I went to Great Clips <laughs> and I was rolling back in here. There is no such I, thing as Great Clips. <laughs> it is Quick Clips. That's I was going to get crushed. I went, I went a little tighter this time. It's quick and cheap clips. That's what you got. Hey, you know, but. Why'd it, you go, why, why, why'd you get it tighter than normal? Well, okay, so we're going on an RV trip. Yeah. 25 days. 25 days. It, now, for everybody who doesn't know, how many kids do you have? Five kids. Five girls. Okay, so you, your wife, and five kids are jumping in an RV, Birmingham, Alabama. Where's first stop? First stop's going to be Arkansas, Little Rock. Second stop. Uh, Elk City, Oklahoma. Next stop. I believe that's Albuquerque. You're going to New Mexico. Yeah. You've been there before. Yes. <laughs> you got there in a little bit quicker than three days the last time. Yeah, a little bit faster. And then next stop. Going to the Grand Canyon. Sweet. All and right. And then we'll be in Vegas where we will be a part of the boot camp for Lang Geek. Oh, that's right. Yeah, if you're... If you're head, heading out to Las Vegas next week uh, for the, um, this is the fall boot camp for the Langee. That's right. Dude, looking forward to seeing you. We'd love to see you in person. That's right. But yeah, so I had to get a haircut because I don't want to be messing around with trying to get somebody to cut my hair. I mean, what if I don't find somebody as good as Great Clips mm. out west? Yeah, I mean, anybody with a pair of scissors and a buzz cut, <laughs> uh, you know, like picture to to look at. <laughs> Could not accomplish with that girl who just got out of, um, hey, barber school or whatever hey, it's called. Is straight up skills, right? Okay. Did you ask her how long ago did she actually get her license, or she's still training to get it? Hey, she was a pro. 
Uh, well, she got paid, so that made her a professional. That's right. How long has she been professional? I, I don't know. That, those are details. I mean, that was insignificant. Once I saw her work, I knew she had been doing this for quite some time. Like, what did her personal haircut look like? It was fantastic. It looked I mean, good? Yeah. Did she did it herself? I'll tell you what. She was super excited about hearing about our passive income report. <laughs> okay. She told me. She's like, her and her son talk about this stuff all the time. That's awesome. Well, so good. I'm, I'm excited. I'm good. Okay. I won't make fun then because if she's listening, I don't want to make fun of somebody no, she's, who's listening. She's fantastic and she's excited. All right. Well, I'll quit making fun of quick clips. I mean, good clips. Um, let, let's talk about passive income. So yes. last month when we reported on this, we actually made a boo-boo. Mm. We we underestimated how much passive income we, we have. Bank error in your favor? Yeah, this is, is, this, is the, this is the one time where Community Chess came to real life. <laughs> we actually had a bank error in our favor. Our accountants are like, hey, by the way, you overstated the taxes. You guys put that into your expenses. We actually had already accounted for that on the balance sheet. So you get to go back and say, um, you 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 got to pay yourself an additional uh, almost $6,000. That is such good news. Okay, so last month, we brought in 49385 a little more than what we reported right. live. June 2021. Right. This month, we brought in 65766 Woo, man, what did you do, man? That's awesome. There's some heavy lifting in my crypto miners. Ooh, I knew it was going. I knew it was coming. I, I'm looking at this spreadsheet, Joey, and for those watching live, it says ETH miners, and it says Russ, Joey. And by the way, everything is a competition. <laughs> you notice, at least to Russ, it is. If you notice, I'm crushing him. By the way, we're fifty fifty on virtually everything but the Ethereum miners. Well, so he's going to find whatever he's got to find one thing to compete with. Well, I'm just saying, like, I just went and said, I believe in this process and I just kept buying. I yeah. kept buying, I kept buying more miners, man. Yeah. You, you've crushed me. So my personal miners after all expenses for maintenance and everything brought in $11,717. And I, I came in just slightly behind that. You can ex you can tell two, them two thousand two twenty two thirty four. That's about four hundred and something percent less. It is, but and, and by the way, just as an update, what are we doing with that money that is created? Well, we're explain explain. Well, to me, okay. So sometimes we bring in U.S. dollars, right? And those are that's currency that we're going to then redeploy either to buy new assets or re refund um, or replenish our lines of credit or life insurance policies, whatever it may be. For the cryptocurrency Ethereum, we're not actually turning that back into U.S. dollars. We're keeping it in that specific currency and getting interest on that currency. We actually are staking our Ethereum, and sometimes we're trading it for Bitcoin. That's another currency that we own. But we're using that as a as just a means to grow in addition to the U.S. dollar because we we believe the U.S. dollar because we've watched it over time continue to depreciate, mm. right? As they continue to print more funny money, uh, Gresham's Law says good money will flee when bad money comes in, and that's it, right. We're watching bad money come into our. Um, our national economy every single day. And, you know, they're talking about another trillion dollar spending bill that they want to bring in. Just that's just more money going to print. So we are, we're taking dollars, U S dollars 
and turning them into um, a different currency and holding that U.S. holding that currency as com- uh, compared to U.S. dollars. And, and so, just just kind of for clarity purposes, we are not that money is not coming to us every single month in the form of like a cash flow like we had originally anticipated. We we started these Ethereum miners in light of man, this would be just like a rental property. No, you you said that wrong. Okay. You said that wrong what do you because mean? Th- by saying it that way makes someone thinks it's still an investment. That is a currency. That is a cash flow. We are getting that cash flow. If, if you looked at your checking account and it said $11,717, you would have considered that a cash flow, correct? That is true. And when you look at your other wallet, it's just a different type of wallet. It says it it says Ethereum, it, it has a, a, a number of coins, but for us to really measure equally, it tells us in US dollars, that's equal to 11,717. Well, actually yours would only say 2,222. Thanks again, thanks. <laughs> so I, 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 we have to retrain our brain though. I'm okay, we, I understand why you said that because our brains did not consider it that way. We were thinking we were going to always keep converting it to US dollars. Instead, we are getting a cash flow. It's coming to us. That's true. Can you spend it? We can. How quickly could you spend it? Just as quickly as U.S. dollars. It, and if you wanted to, could you stake that um, that currency and turn it into U.S. dollars without even have to sell that currency? Yes, you could borrow against it. Okay. And by the way, we are not giving you investment advice. We're not trying to tell you whether Ethereum, Bitcoin or whatever is going to be the next best thing. I was talking to a guy today and he was asking me about, hey, I'm thinking about selling my Ethereum that I own and then waiting for it to go down and then buying it again. I was like, please don't do that. Because in my opinion, it's going to keep moving forward. It's going to keep moving up. But if you want the dollars, if you want to buy things, because we unfortunately are not in an economy right now that takes Ethereum or Bitcoin to allow us to buy groceries, gasoline, whatever it may be, you could borrow against it. You could then spend U.S. dollars. That's right. If, if the currency is going, if you believe the currency is going to go up over time, and really is it is it going up or is the U.S. dollar going down? Definitely the U.S. dollar is going down. So I think it's holding its value as the U.S. dollar continues to depreciate. People who own uh, ounces of gold, gold has not gone up in value. The dollar has continued to go down. That's all that's happened. It takes more dollars to buy the same ounce of gold that existed 100 years ago. The gold is still the same piece of gold, right? Mm. I think the coins, whether they're Ethereum or Bitcoin, are still just coins. The dollar in relationship of that is what's making it go down. So, again, we're sitting here looking at that. We don't know. We all look back five years from now, 15 years from now, and and determine whether or not we made a good decision. But that's one of the small things that we're doing. Joey, let's talk about another item on our our board, the land business. We just mentioned we're going out to Las Vegas, going to talk at the boot camp, be in attendance at the boot camp because – we, we have a land business. We want to learn more about the land business. That's right. In fact, if you want to learn what we have learned uh, and go deeper in the subject, go to thelandgeek.com and check them out. They have tons of ways you can get involved uh, from the investor toolkit up to private coaching and everything in between. Uh, highly, highly recommend their system. And, and so anyways, with, within this land business, we have a team of people that are running this for us. And they are just constantly buying raw land, turning, they're buying it at 25 cents on the dollar, roughly, 
turning around and selling it at retail price for on terms. So they're making it affordable for somebody to own land. And in this economy, number one, it is, it's hard to find good land. And so people are buying it just as fast as you can essentially get all your hands on it. Uh, last month, or what? You no, go ahead. Last month, the gross amount of this business was $11,078. And once we net out that the partnership we have with our team, 7,755 was our net. That's huge. That, so that $7,755 is coming in in the form of notes. So we were, I was looking a second ago, somebody had commented on our post and she had mentioned to me in a chat the other day that she's doing private lending, right? Which, yeah. which is a form of note income. That's right. That's what this business is, right? We're creating notes. The um, instead of like giving dollars to someone, we're 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 selling them land, and they in turn are paying us. Which is, this is a great uh, differentiator. So if you were flipping land, so it might be a little bit misleading what we're talking about. Right. If you were just flipping land, it has the connotation that you're buying something, paying or like selling it for a profit, but it was like a one-time tr transaction for a profit. And there like are house. and there are people in the land flipping business that that's what their goal is. Their goal is to go find property, buy it at twenty-five cents on the dollar, turn around, sell it for a hundred percent return, flip it to own wholesale to another land flipper. So that that person, instead of having to go through all the problems and, and all the mailing and all the hassles Marketing, and yeah. all that stuff, instead of doing that, they're willing to pay 25%, you know, higher for their, for the piece of land so that then they get it. And then they go and do what we're doing, which is sell it to an in, a customer and have them pay a monthly. Yeah. So I think just the point of clarification is we, we call it land flipping, but it really is more about becoming a bank. For us, the exactly. way we're running our land business. Exactly. So just just making sure you understand, a lot of these notes are between four and six years. And so they are an, a sustainable long-term income stream that we're creating uh, every time. I just read this comment. It was so drawing joy. I wanted to share it. I realized that my time is not really mine. It's my company's. Now I have to stop negotiating my time for money and I need to start working to become financially free. That's exactly how I felt when my daughter Adler asked me on the way to school, Dad, can you pick me up from school today? And I had to say, no, baby, I have to go to work. That's where I drew the line. In order for you to be clear on the things you need to do and stop doing and to know who you need to become so that you can stop trading time for money, join us right now at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport. Now let's get back to this episode. All right. So let's talk about Wake Up in Birmingham. That is our short-term rental business. That is a business where we have every unit except one. We do not own it. We have gone in and under a master lease, been able to rent the property, letting the, the owner know that we are going to put this property on short-term rental. Now, we don't necessarily say, hey, by the way, we're going to come up there and we're going to put our stuff on Airbnb and we're just going to let anybody come in and, <laughs> you know, just let your neighbors know there could be some parties. Like, of course, that's not the way that conversation goes down. That doesn't go well. We, we, we contact these places and we say, hey, by the way, um, do you have any properties available uh, for corporate rental? 
corporate rental means lots of businesses will rent properties and as they have people come in town throughout the year they will then use those properties for those people and many many of these apartment complexes already have corporate rental companies you're kind of speaking their language at that point they know what you're talking about and then we will go from that part to say well we're looking for two three in some situations we have as many as 11 in certain complexes and we'll say you know uh, help us understand the properties and we need to go look at them we need to make sure it's a good fit we're going there and we're showing them that we are a professional company that we're not just a mom and pop this isn't something i'm you know where somebody's putting up you know a, a a sheet between the living room and the dining room and calling that a bedroom. And that's not what we're trying to accomplish. Right. If you go on wake up in Birmingham.com, you can see what we're doing. You can see that we have a very professional product. We let them know that. And because of that, then we can go out to the marketplace once we have those properties. So if we get a property, we may rent it for $1,100. That's our monthly rent to the owner. That's right. Then we turn around and put it on sites like Airbnb, VRBO, or our own website, Wake Up in Birmingham, and we market it on a nightly rental. Most of the stuff that we have has a two-night minimum. Some stuff that we have have a three-night minimum. When people come and rent with us, then we're renting that at a higher price point over that whole month than what we could get if we were trying to go buy a property and just find a long-term rental, correct? That's right. So give people insight into what's happening or what happened in the month of July. So July was one of our top months uh, ever uh, because it is a super busy time for people to travel. Um, our area in particular has a lot of travel teams like um, baseball kind of tournaments and things like that in Birmingham. And it just really attracts families to our bigger units. And so in the month of July, we grossed 62,844 across, uh, it's a total of 21 units, and but the expenses are 37,531. So we, we netted 25,312 from our legacy kind of units. And then you have some with your daughter, as well as a, a different kind of a group that you operate. And that netted out $3,800 between those units. So between the two of us, we brought in just shy of $30,000 of profit. Yes. After paying our operator and the management company. Paying all the, all the, all the that, that includes the rent, that includes the management company, that includes all the power, power bills, utilities, the cleaning fees, the linen costs. Everything that went into that, we netted $30,000. Here's a really interesting thing. Again, everybody does this differently, but some people ask, Russ, why do you love short-term rental? Well, because I enjoy being able to influence the outcome. I like this. As compared to long-term rental, I couldn't do it, right? It I just could, is what it is. I could find one one renter, and that's it. And that And, and if... How many properties, Joey, would you have to own in order to bring in $30,000 a month in passive if you had long-term rentals, assuming you had mortgages on them? I mean, that's a ton. About well, hundred? Probably about a hundred. About a hundred at $300 a month per. Right. So, and now again, there's value in that. We've interviewed people, uh, the Camiras, um, Tao Simpson, both of them were, were getting really close to a hundred. 
That's right. There's different value systems and different processes. But what it is that I like about the short-term rental world is that I can influence. I get text messages from friends, people who are in the real estate business, people who come into our community and say, hey, I'm traveling through Birmingham. Um, can I can I stay at one of your places? We've had people that have done that. I love that. I love the excitement of it, but I also love the fact that it creates immediate cash flow. It's something we can see. Yes, it costs money to outfit it. We, we spend a good amount of money to buy furniture, to actually pay decorators to go in there. We don't want our product to look like a lot of people's stuff. They're not taking pictures with their iPhone. Right. We bring professional um, photographers in there to make the place look right, to stage it, to keep it up. But because of that, we're seeing returns on our, our money close to 1,000%. That's huge. It it is crazy, and and so if you and, and you, we have it, we have a course coming soon, where you'll be able to purchase and learn exactly the system that we've implemented. Well, and I've had a lot of people like me say, you know, I was really close to taking the the short term rental mastermind that you guys offered. I know you guys had about fifty people go through it over a six month period of time. I noticed that you're not doing that anymore. Tell me more. And so here's the thing is that the operator who runs our business was teaching that course. It became burdensome for him to be able to keep up with all of that in our business at one time. So he agreed to basically take everything that he was teaching, break it down into small segments and make it a course and then said, hey, I'm willing to do one time a month, a live call for a couple hours with everybody who goes to the course if they want to continue to be able to ask questions and be able to be more importantly in a network of other people you doing get the it. support, because exactly. I think that that's the key is a lot of times we just need to be able to share questions that comes up. Like we had a question in our group the other day, a guy said, Hey, great, uh, great experience. Um, loves the fact that my unit's going, but also had this weird experience. Can you tell me what you would do when you have somebody who's coming in and out of your place, but naked and smoking when the house rules, it definitely uh, said that no smoking was available. I forgot to tell them, hey, don't come in and out of the house butt naked. Clothes are required. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you walk outside of our house, have your clothes on. That's one of those house rules that you kind of think twice about adding. Because if you have to put in your house rules, that tells the people that are renting that it's happened before. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, wait a minute. Should I be going naked in and out of this house? Oh my goodness. Maybe I should be thinking about that. That makes you that. think about that. Like the time you get out of the shower and you're drying off and you sit down on that couch butt naked and then you're like, wait a second. I'm not the first person to have this idea. <laughs> that gets a little, mm, a little, a little, little sketchy. Awkward. A little so, awkward. All right. So wake up in Birmingham. Would love for you to stay with us if you come to Birmingham, but also would just love you to look into this business model. When you go through our Pathfinder course, we actually have taken the time to help you discern and maybe um, reduce the number of ideas that exist on the passive income pathway, short-term rentals on there. And when you use your investor DNA, you can determine whether or not that's a good fit for your own personality. And when you go through it, you'll see why Joey and I like it so much because it matches our personality so well. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So the next thing on the list is our ATM fund. It's kind of boring. It is it's just it's just solid two thousand one eighty four a month. That's net of all expenses. It just is what it is. Every month, same number. People say, well, "What are you guys doing?" We're like, "Well, we put money in. It kicks money out. Most of the time, ATMs just kick money out, but you had to put it in at the bank. <laughs> Congress prints a bunch of money, puts <laughs> it in our ATMs, and then 
people come get it and they pay us a fee. So here's the thing. People will, will say, but aren't ATMs going away? Because I don't have cash in my wallet. I don't know the last time I've gone to an ATM. Are you guys nervous about your ATM fund? I'm personally not nervous uh, because there's even technology coming to compensate for changes in currency. So it's not that this is um, foolproof. I don't want to ever say that, but it still meets a huge market. And it may not be applicable to you every day, but there are people out there that rely on this sort of service. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do spend cash. They're in that that world where, where dollars are being traded and they put it in a bank just so that way they don't have to carry it around in their pocket, but mm -hmm. they can get access to it when they need it. So I think that that world may change over time. For us, this was a, a little bit of definitely a very passive activity for us. It was something that one of our other coaches had talked about and shared with us. Mark Gucci had shared some of the ATM funds that he had been a part of. So we were interested in that as one of the things. Now, we do have some long-term uh, rentals. We have uh, a, a small interest into a multifamily syndication where we bought into an apartment complex. Ultimately, that apartment complex got thrown into a fund. And that fund is in the process of accruing monthly payments. At some point, Joey, I will see a lump sum of all of that. At least that's mm. what I'm banking on. There's a handful of other people that got into it like I did, and they're waiting on that money to come. Um, we've got your um, long-term rental, which is the one property that we, that, own. That we yeah. do own that's a part of our Wake Up Averian. We give you actually an increase in, in rent this past month. Man, I, I think, you know, I, I had some good behavior this last year and you guys realize that you are way underpaying because market rent on a two bedroom in our area is closer to 1150 a month and we were only at 1050 so we i got a hundred dollars more this month than i did in previous months. well you you two hundred dollars you upgrade your oven for us that well yeah i had to pay that too but when are we upgrading those windows you know once we save enough uh, on this increase, um, I'll look at putting it into window. I, I, I need you to, uh, you know, again, I'm just letting you know as a tenant, I need I need some new windows. Man. All right. I'll, I'll get on that. Okay. Let's talk about the information business. That is really one of the things that we, it really, the information business is what inspired this passive income report. You and I have interviewed John Lee Dumas and Pat Flynn. Yep. I love those people. I think that they definitely are innovators in the information space business. They inspired us to create a passive income report because they were publishing their own report. But because of that, it was like, okay, well, you know, again, people are constantly asking us for things. How can we give content to people on a regular basis and and get compensated to do it. So our information business is our community. When you go to wealthwhitewallstreet.com forward slash community, you get to take part in what I believe is one of the most focused groups to help you become financially free and get there faster. And through that, there's different things. We were talking about a second ago, the passport, which is step one in our process to get a very clear goal is a free item. But the second part, to get the path, to, to be able to start putting the pieces together, that is a paid-for item. To, that, because we, we've actually paid for these assessments to be created for you where you know your own investor DNA and you can apply it to what passive income options are available to you. And then the third part is when people join our inner circle, which is our coaching platform. Right. That's so, the support piece that everybody 
needs and sometimes they miss getting to their goal because they just can't get that final mile. Well, here's the thing. I think a lot of times in the past, we've been known for helping people set up their infinite banking policies, their systems, right? Their cash flow processes. And I, I, I love to tell this, use this analogy that we're building a rocket ship, right? And we're putting people behind the steering wheel, assuming there's a steering wheel of a rocket ship. I guess there is. I don't know. I've never I don't think it's it. round. It's not round. I think it's got like this cool gaming type of, you know. Yeah, it looks more function. like a bat shape or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, so you're holding this bat shape cool know gaming um, wheel, right? <laughs> I don't know what you call that. But the problem is you're going to a destination you've never been to before, right? And so you you need a navigator. And Mark Carguchi, one of our coaches, is a pilot, and he tells me the right seat, the co-pilot, is the navigator. That is that person's job. Well, I think that that's what the inner circle is about. The inner circle is to bring coaching to that person to help them navigate, right? Not to not to steer. That's that's your job. This is you becoming financially free for yourself, not us helping you become financially free. We're there to help navigate. We're there to say, hey, we've been there before. We can show you as you go through this process how to get there in the the, the straightest line possible. And those people who are joining our inner circle are getting access two times a week to group coaching, six times a year to one-on-one coaching, getting access to every course, every piece of content we've ever put. All the calculators. And, and more importantly, getting access to a group of people who are doing and are trying to accomplish the same thing they are. And when you surround yourself with people who are not trying to become financially free, which is probably where most of us are, because our the world that we live in just doesn't think the way that you think, doesn't listen to podcasts just like this one. You surround yourself with people who are not on that same pathway to become financially free. You're going to find yourself not getting any closer. But when you surround yourself with people who are trying to become financially free, who are aspiring to get there faster, you'll be amazed. Joey, you had an amazing conversation with somebody the other day who said to you, hey, by the way, I was coming down this process. I was thinking about becoming financially free, but I was just going to do it like everybody else I knew. I was going to buy a single family property. That's then right. I heard your podcast. I came and spoke to you. I set up my rocket ship. I listened to another podcast. And the next thing you know, I am, I'm, I'm sitting in a seat learning how to buy and to uh, buy apartments and, and grow capital for it. This individual is now owning apartment complexes as compared to having a single family property. Exactly. Yeah. He invested in himself. And I think that's the beauty of this community too, is you've got to spend your time somewhere. It might as well be in a place that is aligning with what your goals are and with the people who are on the same goal or the same path that you are. So yeah, it, it, it makes a tremendous difference. Uh, just kind of sharing a little bit more about that conversation this gentleman is in his 50s and he's like, Joey, this has changed my entire world. And not to mention, he's got like a three-year-old son and he said, Joey, this is generationally going to rock my family's world. Like this is going to be a complete game changer for us. And it all started because he started on this process and he started to invest in himself. So I, I want that for you. That's what we built this community for. Um, we happen to have made $11,000 last month in a profit from that business. And so that rounds out 
our passive income report. So th this month, total income was $126,000. That's how much revenue came in. We, we um, sent out $60,000, so our net was a little over $65,000, which was an increase over the previous month of 33%. Now, you may say, well, how big of an increase was it over July? It would be a, a higher number than Joey and I could come up with <laughs> because last July was the first time we kept up with this, right? That was the first month we had one unit with Wake Up in Birmingham. <laughs> and, and we had some Ethereum miners. Actually, I, I, it would have been smart of us to probably go and look up exactly what that first report looked like. But going forward now, we're going to start doing month over month, but also this month over last year's month just to start being able to reflect on that. But anyway, thank you for allowing us to share this with you. You have something you want to say, Stan? No, I just want to say um, thank you for your feedback. Uh, we get your encouragement every month whenever you see this. And uh, again, hope it inspires you to greater things than what we've even been able to accomplish. Um, so any, as always, thank you for listening to this podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.